Want entertainment designed just for you? Then check out customizable streaming TV from Xfinity. It makes your life simple, easy, awesome. Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. You hear that, folks? That's the sound of me losing my motherfucking sanity. This is Steve Agee. Uh, <laughs> it's Tuesday, <laughs> November 6th, 10.26 a.m., voting day. And um, I'm I'm about to go vote. Um, I'm about to go vote that we fucking kill the people who are jackhammering in my driveway. Let's fucking kill them. Oh, it stopped. I love the silence. Oh, you hear that, folks? It's beautiful. Anyway, I'm going to try and keep this short because... Um, I think this episode is a little bit on the long side, which is fine. It was really fun. Um, my guest, as you uh, know, is Gina Gershon, who I, I met earlier this year doing a movie with, and uh, she was really awesome, and we've kept in touch, and I've been trying to get her to come on the podcast for a while, and um, she finally made it to California and was staying at a friend's house in Malibu while she was here. And, uh, so I went to her to record this and, uh, <laughs> instead of staying inside where it was quiet, we opted for the novelty of going out on the deck at this, her friend's house, which was very nice. Uh, we went out on this deck that was literally like above the waves crashing on the, the beach. So, um, you might hear a little bit of that, but, um. It was fun, and Gina is awesome. Um, yeah, I don't think I have much more to add. I think by the time this episode launches, we will know who won the elections. And um, I think it's recording. Oh, listen to that. We're on it. Ugh, I'm a mess today. Everything's fucking not going right. But at least they stopped jackhammering. Um... That's it, you guys. Uh, that's my intro. <laughs> that's my amazing intro. <laughs> Fuck! Jesus fucking... Yeah, I have to finish this so I can leave and go somewhere else. Um, I hope everybody voted today. Uh, no matter who you voted for, it's your right. And uh, I hope you used it. Uh, it's a privilege and um, all that stuff. All that stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, enjoy Gina Gershon, and thanks for listening, everybody. Mm. 
This is a first. <laughs> can you hear everything? I can hear. I could totally hear you. I'm. Uh, can you hear me? I'm sitting on a, 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 sh- a chaise lounge. Is that what you call this? A chaise lounge with a little umbrella because it's so with hot. With a little umbrella so I don't get skin cancer next to Gina Gershon. Is it Gershon or Gershon? Gershon. Well, my family says Gershon, but I say Gershon. Because you, because you want to piss off your parents. No, because it's just like I like the cadence of a bit. Or Gina Gershon. Gina Gershon. Says, is that the correct pronunciation? I don't is it know. French? I think it's Gershon. It's part French, part French, part Russian, part Jew, part. Part <laughs> 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 Jewish. Hey, don't be anti. Are you anti-Semitic? No, no. My one of my best girlfriends was Jewish. And what happened to her? Yeah, we broke up. <laughs> Too dewy. Probably for you. my fault, though. Um, however you pronounce it, I'm sitting next to Gina Gershon. That's good. I like that pronunciation. In Malibu. How do you say your name? Aggie or Aggie? Wrong on both. Aggie? Wrong. Aggie. Wrong, but that's the closest one so far. Aggie. Yes. Ah. See? A-G. A-G. But how does your family say it? A-G or A-G? They say it A-G. I think it's... I think that... Uh, hello? 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 Yeah, I can hear you. I think the... I think it's French, so I think the correct pronunciation is A-G. A-G? That's, <laughs> that, I'm that sounds French, like, like Gouchon. But that sounds like au jus to me. Like juice? Yeah, like something you dip your beef in. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good name for you. Auju. Steve Auji. Uh, but we're sitting, we're in Malibu. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's, and you want to say whose house this is? It, I'm at my friend Pam and Jeff's house. They have a lovely house here in the colony. And it's very hot out. And it's literally birds are flying. You would think it was the middle of summer. Yeah. Right? Well, I, I just watched a pelican dive in the water and grab a, a fish. Yeah. It's crazy. A disgusting. I saw rabbits here last night when I in was the driving. water. No, not in the water. That would have been awesome. <laughs> you saw rabbits swimming. No, when I got home very late last night, I almost ran over a bunny rabbit, which would have been unfortunate. Hilarious. But luckily, I didn't. I know. It's in my place in New York is just underwater. I feel so guilty. Yeah. So you're you live in New York. You're basically full time New Yorker. Yes, I'm full time New Yorker. How long have now. you lived there? I've lived there. Um, probably since college, so many, many years. Now, now the window washer's here. Don't let him distract you. <laughs> this is. I, I wanted to make this one different than all the rest. It was so funny because I got here and there were like all these dogs barking. You're like, well, we can do it in this back room; it'll be quieter. Or we can do it out on the on the deck. On the deck, right? I mean, the ocean is literally at our feet, thirty feet away from our feet. You can probably hear it. That's not a that's not a wave machine. That's the real deal. I just pointed the mic at the ocean. Yeah. Um, no, but I thought that would be funny if we did did that. Why not? You slept all the way out here. <laughs> I love it. You're wearing a hat over <laughs> over headphones. Do I look totally dumb? Well, dude, you got the umbrella. I got the umbrella. I'm in the heat, so I have to. I'm still sweating. That's a nice wave. Oh yeah. Do you surf? Have you ever surfed? Um, 
I, I body surf, and I, I've gone out with a lot of surfers when I was younger. Yeah. But I, and I used to take a surfing class, and I used to hitchhike to the beach through Topanga Canyon. But I never really surfed. Is so that unfortunate? That's kind of sucky. So you were... <laughs> I was like a fake poser surfer. I was a surfer girl, not a surfer. You a valley? Were you a valley girl? Totally. You grew up in the valley? Totally grew up in the valley. Um, I used to hitchhike through Topanga Canyon almost every day and get to Malibu when I was like 14, 15. So you were at that age... That Valley Girl age when the movie Valley Girl came out, right? Yeah. I, in fact, it's funny because I remember thinking, even when that song came out, you know, Valley Girl, the Zappa, Zappa. song. And I remember thinking, I wanted to write, I thought I should just write a book called I Was a Teenage Valley Girl because I was a total teenage valley girl. Why don't you do that? It's not too late. Is it not too late? Now, those are helicopters overhead. <laughs> this is going to annoy I know, I should, but you know what? Like, I just came out with this book, and I feel like I revealed even more than I wanted to, even though I hardly did. The Valley stuff would be way too revealing. And when you say this book, you mean In Search of Cleo, How I Found My Pussy and Lost My Mind. Yeah. By Gina Gerson. That cover photo is awesome, by the way. Thank you. And that's your actual cat? That's Cleo? That's Cleo, yeah. Oh, your phone's ringing now. This is so Hollywood. It's so... This is so Hollywood. Malibu taking your call in the middle of Orange the podcast. Orange County. Who the fuck? Um, yeah, you don't answer Orange County when you're in Malibu. Do you? Well, it's probably my brother. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell us wh what this book is about. Oh, I have to sign that to you. Yeah, you have to sign it for sure. Um, the book is literally about when my cat went missing in Los Angeles. And for two and a half months, I searched the streets... Looking for him. Yeah. And all the crazy stories. I told these stories to all these Did people. You find well, yeah, he's on the cover, so yeah. Oh, this yeah. is the cat that you lost and you found it. Yeah. I know a lot of people that lose cats and don't find them. Uh, well, for two and a half months, I went searching the streets every day with a can of tuna and a knife in my hand. And a I. Can of yeah, a tan, a tuna, and a knife, and all the crazy stories that happened. All my friends would laugh, and I was like in tears. I'm like, and then the guy from jail. So I've been talking to him. I mean, I was so desperate because I was in a desperate moment. I was very fragile and emotionally unstable. What year unstable. was this that you lost your cat? I don't know exactly. Like ten years ago. And you were living in L.A. at that point. I was living in L.A. I had just broken up with my boyfriend of like eight years, and oh, I was no. living with the Demi's, with Ted Demi. And then he died, and my uncle died, and it was the breakup, and other friends of mine died. So I was not in a good so spot. So this was a dark point in your life. It was so dark that, yeah, it was pretty dark. <laughs> I was out there. I don't think I would have been like going to all these cult places and cult. Uh, there's oh, there's all sorts of shit that goes down in this. And I think I was desperate because my cat was the last straw that I had to find him. So, I mean, it's not like I set out to write a book, but this it was so crazy. People were like, "You have to make this into a book." And then someone said, "Hey, write a book." So I no, said, that's okay. that's a great idea for a book, actually. Um, it's, it's basically all true. I opened to a page, and there's a photo of what looks to be like about 20 juice harps. Yeah. Oh, you that, love the juice harp. Yeah. Well, that and the picture of the drawing of Marie, that was my mammy who taught me how to play the juice harp. I drew her. Um, I didn't get drawing credit in this. Everyone keeps saying, who did the drawings? I'm like, I did. Did you say your mammy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's, she raised me. Why, does that sound really? racist? You you were raised by a black woman from Mississippi. Really? So a legitimate mammy. Yeah. Since I was 2. And she taught me how to play the juice harp when I was 7. I stole it and I couldn't play it and she's like, "Give me that thing." And then she she 
played it like I've never heard before. On the I app. love, yeah. I love Juice Harvest. I, my friend has one. I'm house sitting right now, and there's one on the the counter, and I picked it up probably about 20 times, and almost broken a tooth every single time. I and that, I can't figure out how to play these things. That's the initiation. You have to breaking bleed, a tooth, breaking a tooth, <laughs> and bleeding a lot. I've done that. But I but once you master it, then you don't do that shit anymore. I'm. I'm I've mastered, I'm, like, I'm I've mastered reading it. the book as yeah, I'm. Yeah, I know, dude. I'm right here. Look at I, I just have saw a Herbie Hancock's name. I love I played, Herbie Hancock. I played my juice harp with Herbie Hancock and Paul Simon. I played on a lot of albums. For real? For real. Paul Simon? Well, it was a Herbie Hancock. He asked me to play, and it was the Paul Simon track. I wasn't that happy playing with Paul Simon. I think he's an amazing musician, but he was really kind of not so friendly to me. That's a bummer. I, but I think he was, he, Herbie was like, get, get, come here, just just start playing. He doesn't know you're here. I'm like, he doesn't know I'm here. And so he was so annoyed, like, who is this like stupid white girl in this session with all these like cool guys? Herbie Hancock said that or Paul? No, Paul, Paul Simon. Simon said, he kinda, who's this stupid white no, girl? No, but I know it was, it's <laughs> what he Jewish was thinking. <laughs> who's this skinny Jewish girl? Like, because I was around all these great musicians and Herbie's like, no, no, just, just check this out. And he's like, just play. She goes, when he gets over here, just start playing. I'm like, are you kidding me? And then so... Paul Simon stood arms akimbo in front of me and went, all right, let's hear it. I was like, oh, my God. So I started playing. He's like, yeah, I guess that's pretty good. Okay, let's go record it right now. Shit. And then as soon as I did, he started messing with it and made it on the album. No shit. What's, yeah. so, what's the song? It's on Herbie Hancock's album, the one that got nominated for a Grammy. I can't remember what it's called. It's all these duets with people. I, I think it's called Reflections, but it's his track. But I've played oh, on awesome. a lot of other... I've played with the Scissor Sisters and Rufus Wayne. Really? And on my album, Marie, the, album, the song, I do juice harps with Christian McBride, who does the audio with me. And I double up the juice harps, and it's a whole song about how I learned how to play the juice harps. I can't wait to listen to the audio book of this when I'm driving home. You'll have to download Marie also, then you'll hear my Jews Harp song. That's from my other CD. Can you play that thing right now? Just, if you hold just the twang mic. it a few times. Is it is this mic going to pick it up? I don't know. That's some... Jesus Christ, how the fuck do you do that? Hey, man. When, I've been playing it since I was seven. I, uh, I'll show you after, but it's it's bloody at the first... But I'm, I'm, you know, I've been it playing it for a It is such a time. weird instrument. I know. That's why I like it, because no one really plays it. I love them, too. I, they They're sound cool. so rad. Yeah. I, so rad. So rad. <laughs> when, I was in, when I was in school, <laughs> I totally said, like, boing it, like, during class, and everyone would look around, I'd be like, what? And, like, no one knew. It was awesome. <laughs> Wait, so back to your cat. Back to my pussy. You know who else just lost a cat recently? Who? Mark Marin. Oh, I know. He told me. I just did a show. He's been talking to about it a bunch on his podcast. He's a big cat person. I know. I d and I didn't even know that when I did the show. And that's partially why you're out here in L.A. right now. Is you're I just did his show. Are you playing his wife? No. Ex-wife? Love interest? Um, you think it might be the first appropriate love interest he has. Yeah. And I, we totally pick up on each other and then I have wild sex. And then he realizes it's just for his kid. I mean, for my kid, who, who's like a little Mark Marin, does podcasts and shit. Really? Yeah. Who plays your kid? This really sweet boy whose name I'm spacing out on. Um, I didn't have any scenes with him. That's terrible. I don't know his name. You didn't have scenes with the kid who plays your son? No, just for a second. He, Mark had more of the scenes with um, him. Well, and I'm, I'm here. I'm going to do Chelsea Handler next week for my book. 
Are you, you doing any signings while you're out here? I'm not. I just I just did a tour. Like I was in Atlanta and Boston mm-hmm. and uh, Miami. Yep. And you want to hear the weirdest thing that happened? No. Nope. This has been my favorite. Yes, <laughs> yes I do. <laughs> no, because it's like a weird thing when yeah. people come up, and I'm not used to. It. I'm used to more being an actress, and yeah, you, you know, I, I don't know. It's a bit. You have to do these signings, and this one girl came up. I can show you her picture. Um, and she's blonde. We look nothing alike. And she says to me, she's like, thank you so much. I just want to thank you because I go to hotels and... People they, think I'm you? They send, do people say that? Is that what she said? Not only do people think she's me, um, her name is Gina Gershon. And I'm like, no. no way. And she works at CNN. And she... How do I get onto this? Um, and she showed me her card. And I said, you've got to be kidding me. And her license, she her name is actually Gina Gershon. So no I, shit. Yes, yeah, so I made her give me some CNN cards. I'm like, well, you got to give me something. Yeah, this is her. Isn't that funny? <laughs> she was I'm Gina Gershon. I know. Isn't that hysterical? I should have asked her how she announced her name, pronounced it. Wow, that's so weird. Because that's not a common name. How'd she... I know. Just... And we look nothing alike. Were her parents fans of Gina Gershon? Because my parents keep saying, why do you keep doing this to us? <laughs> no, I don't know what her parents think. She was very nice. She lives in Atlanta, Georgia. I hope this guy doesn't fall off the window. Yeah, they're washing windows right in front of us. This is like a real Malibu scene. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so... You didn't do any signings in L.A.? Like, hey, you missed a spot. Um, uh, no. In fact, you know, book companies are funny. We're like, hey, why don't I do a signing at Book Soup? And they're they like, well... They don't want to pay for it? They don't want to... Not only they don't want to pay for it, they're like, well, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas isn't a really great time. They do everything to not that do it. That seems like the best time. Right? I, I would think so, too. People need to buy presents. Gifts, stocking stuffers, that kind of stuff. I think we're going to have to just do it besides them. And like, well, they just don't want to set it up. They're like, you set it up and we'll just send some books. Like, oh, thanks. It's like, that's what I'm here to do. I don't know. I don't get... Book companies are really archaic. It's just it's just the way it is. Well, everything's digitally downloaded now. Yeah, maybe they feel like... I mean, they're only sell, selling it, I think, at Barnes & Nobles. And I'm like, no, you got to sell it at other bookstores and everything. You Book get everything soup, on all. Book Soup's my favorite. That's Powell, why I want to do Have it. you ever been to Powell's? Where's in that? In Portland? No. The best bookstore ever. I've never really been it's to Portland. Th- Oh, really? Oh, fuck. It's so amazing. I love Portland. Are you, you from love Portland? Powell's. No. But I lived in Ashland, Oregon for a year. I randomly moved to Oregon for no reason. I just... There had my to be girlfriend some reason. And, no, no. My girlfriend Girl. and my... my You're of finding mine. your pussy? <laughs> yeah, I was finding pussy. <laughs> my girlfriend at the time and I decided to get out of L.A. for a year for wise no reason. Cho- wise choice. And we just got in my truck and started driving. Oh, that's fun. And we got to Oregon. We got to this small town called Ashland, which is actually home of the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. I didn't know that. And uh, small, small town. I thought it was cute. It looks like the town. Did you ever see the movie Roxanne? Mm-hmm. Steve Martin? It looks like that town. It's a little town at the base of the mountains. That's cute. It's awesome. I lived there for a year. This guy takes his job really seriously. Well, he should. I know. <laughs> if not, he's dead because he'll fall over into the sea. No, but you would love that bookstore. It's amazing. Yeah, I love good bookstores. I, I really, truly do. They're rare to find these days. Um, and what else is going on? No, you don't interview me, motherfucker. Oh, oh shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> Wait, so you I'm came such a out, control freak, you know? <laughs> how many episodes did you do of Mark's show? Just one. But I made it so that 
we had a you real thing going recur. on so I could recur. I love doing that. Right? I love when you go in for just one episode of something and it's so open-ended. You're like, oh, fuck, I could come back. No, it's like you make it so good that they have no choice but to ask you It's back. never happened for me. <laughs> it happened to me for Curb. They asked me for three. I was only supposed to be on one. Is that how you met Jeff? Yeah. Well, no, I met him and then he asked me to do Curb. He, I met him at Dennis Leary's comedy roast. Yeah. And I was the only girl on the... Dais. Dais. That sounds so Jewish, right? Dais. What are those? Oh, payas. I was sitting upon the dais. Playing with my payas. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what they're called? Payas? I think they're called payas. The, the I don't curls think on the... Yeah. You look good in payas. I can't... Uh, no, I would not. That could be your new look. I shaved off... You shaved off your payas? We met because we did a movie that Jeff Garland directed and wrote. Right. Wrote. Dealing with idiots. I, yes. I say wrote in quotations because it was mostly improvised. You have to say quotations because on the podcast, they can't see your quote, fingers doing the quote marks. I did quotes. You were the only person and the guy washing the windows that could see it. He thought you were saying hello to him. <laughs> he did it back. Why are you waving with your fingers? <laughs> but like we a, met doing, doing Jeff's movie, which was really fun. Super fun. Now, Jeff is the reason that I did. So I was supposed to do Dennis Leary's thing i'm the first one up and i'm supposed to sing this song i have cigarette girls to dance with all sorts of things and of course i do this lovely monologue oh dennis is like my brother and i've never been to a roast or done a roast so i give a really sweet sort of speech because i love dennis and then i do the little song dancing blah 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 i have a hat on and my coat and at the end i'm like oh thank god because it i kept saying dennis i need the words of this thing it's live he's like oh don't worry it's gonna be like punk rock oh no no it's gonna be like dean martin style oh no it's like a day before i'm like dennis you've got to give me me the shit now yeah so i was a little nervous doing the song so as soon as it, it was over i downed some tequila started smoking and they come right back they said hey guess what you got to do the song again i'm like what are you talking about they said because your hat was too low it's shaded i'm like oh my god let's Ugh. do it now before the tequila kicks in they said well it's live so you got to wait for the whole show like i gotta wait for the whole show and then uh, do it when everyone wants to leave when I'm drunk and when i'm drunk and they're like yeah and so i thought oh god so i went out to the audience to watch and all the guys jeff was the master of ceremonies and mario yeah. cantone there was a lot of comedians there and of course they start roasting the shit out of everyone especially including me including you and, of course because i'm the only girl but i didn't know this game and i'm like those motherfuckers and i'm drinking and drinking <laughs> and when it got to my time i said guess what i'm changing my monologue and just just vamp until i'm ready to come in and i nailed these guys i just really? went off and it became the Angriest, and then I did the angry song. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, girls. And I sang the whole song. I was, I mean, I was a little buzzed. It's true. But it was much funnier than afterwards. Jeff was like, that was the funniest shit I've ever seen. You've got to do our show. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> he goes, no, no, you seriously have to do a show. I'm like, and yeah. it was, in fact, it was Rick Rubin because we were talking about him earlier. earlier yeah. I didn't really know about Curb and they called and I was with them at that moment and I was so busy that week and Rick said, I don't care what you do. You have to do this. This will be the most important thing you do all year. Cancel yeah. I'm like, I'm doing a movie. I'm doing this. He goes, it doesn't matter. Yeah, You're doing it no matter shows. what. So I said, okay. And then I went. I didn't know it was going to be a real... There, He's like, everyone's like, don't worry, you just play yourself. And I said, okay. And when I got there, because they were like, listen, if you just play the Hasidic Jew one more time, is oh, that okay? right. And I was like, oh, ha, ha. And I got there, I'm like, holy shit, you really want me to be a Hasidic Jew? They're like, yeah, but don't worry That's about it. right. I forgot about that. So we just made it up. I just pulled out an accent. Larry started laughing, and that was it. I'm like, all right, let's go. I f completely forgot you played a Hasid. Oh, yeah. Is that Hannah, how they say it? Hannah, the horny Hasid. 
Oh, that was so funny. I completely forgot about that. That show is... That was fun. So great. Yeah, that's one of those shows that if you're offered any, you have to just do it. Oh, no, God. I, then I kept saying, hey, should I come back? And then they let me come back a couple of times. I auditioned for it twice. and No go. The audition process was oh, terrifying. Because you go in and you improvise with Larry in a room and all the producers are in there watching. And not laughing. No, no, they were laughing. It's just that they see so many people. And Jeff said afterwards, he's like, you were really great in the audition. But when it's over, Larry usually just remembers the last person that was in there auditioning. He's like, yeah, that guy was fine. Let's just hire him. So that's the the trick. The trick is going in last, I guess. Yeah. Um, It's good to know tricks. But yeah, so we did this movie about Little League parents, and you played a gay a gay couple. You didn't play it. You were part of a gay couple with Carrie Kinney. She was great. She's hysterical. But I think my best scene got cut out, I'm sad to say. Really? My psychic pooping scene. I didn't see that. Is he, he's, what? <laughs> he's singing. <laughs> oh, he's singing. Now the window dude's singing as he's like, hey, why not? I would sing if I had to wash windows. Why not? Nice day. This isn't your. That wasn't your first time playing a, a gay either, was it? No, and in fact, I said, Jeff, I can't believe out of everything, I wanted to play something totally different. Yeah. Because he's like, I don't want you harsh. I don't want you this. And then, of course, we ended up playing. I'm like, dude, we're doing exactly what like I didn't want to do and you didn't want to do. But then we just went with it. it I, was so I wanted funny. to be there for Jeff. It was. So, I only worked for a week on it, but it was so goddamn fun. You were funny. You were very angry. I, I was an angry guy with a single parent with a huge beard. Yeah, you're, I thought your beard looked good. I hated it so much. It was cool. I've on never you. had a beard that big, and when Jeff asked me to do the movie, I was like, "Yeah, of course." And this was like three months before they even started. He's like, "Don't shave." He's stop shaving now. But wasn't that kind of freeing, not having to shave? That part was awesome. I just going out in public. I was like, I look like a fucking hobo. I thought you looked cool. And then uh, I shaved the, the, the day we finished, and then. Uh, I actually ran into Fred Willard like a week or two ago. Oh, you did? How's he doing? He's great. And uh, seen any movies lately? <laughs> seen any good films lately? I ran into him in a porno theater. You did? No, <laughs> but he didn't recognize me because I didn't have the beard. I don't think he'd recognize me. I don't think. I think he's kind of there, and then he's somewhere else. Well, he's like seventy-three now. Yeah, but how genius was he? He was. Amazing. I mean, in the show. Like, he would just, like, everyone's, like, trying to be funny. Right? He would be quiet, and then he'd just, like, come out with one line that everyone would be like, oh, yeah, it was pretty fucking funny. And it would, and it would be different every time. Yeah. Every he, take, it was something different. He was pretty awesome. He's so good. All these guys, Pee Wee, Fred, like, honestly, they get the short end of the stick. I mean, no pun intended. Yeah. There's a pun to be had. But you know what I mean? It's like, they're going to pornos. Like, so what? Yeah. It's like, I can guarantee you the business. people that were, you know, went in and raided the place and arrested him. Fucking probably jerk off to way worse stuff at home, you know. On their, I, I, they I, probably film the arrest and then they, <laughs> they jerk, jerk off, off to that. They jerk off to the news story. Yeah, that's sick. I do, I do. However, I don't understand why there are still porno theaters. I, you know, <laughs> With I know all right? the porn on the internet. I don't understand. <laughs> like, maybe they like the big screen, or they like the cool atmosphere <laughs> of. A, Maybe their house maybe it's a danger have... thing. Maybe it's like a or maybe it's in public. Caught. Yeah. Uh, um, or also, it's such a you know maybe you don't have that big of a screen at home. They like to see a big big screen. Well, part of the other thing is I was like, well, Fred is seventy three. Maybe he just doesn't know how to work on computer. Yeah, or maybe his eyesight's not so good. He needs to have a big image in front of him. 
<laughs> I felt so bad for him. I was like, who fucking cares? Like, I know, right? It's like he's it's Fred Willard. It's fucking Fred Willard. He could... I would have no problem with him coming to my house and borrowing my computer to masturbate in like, my living room or something. Yeah, he's like, hey, Steve, um, do you mind if I just borrow your computer to masturbate for a little bit in, in your living room? A, <laughs> no, of course not. You can do that, Fred. B, it's a great impression. <laughs> <laughs> um, he'd, he'd actually come up with something much funnier than that. But yeah, no, I, well, I wouldn't really want him in my living room doing that. I'd say, well, you could take my computer and take it home and then bring it back. <laughs> I'll even load up a web page for yeah. you. I don't watch porno on the computer, though. I don't really watch porn. I mean, unless I'm in a hotel room far away and I'm just super bored and I've seen all the other movies just to see what You're the kids a girl are watching. Too. I don't think girls watch it as much as guys. Girls watch 25%. I just read some statistic the other day. Of porn? Yeah. The thing I love about porn is that the women are the ones who make more money than the men in that field. Which I is love kind of that awesome. too, and I think it's great, and they deserve more money for what they do. Yeah, but the, and then they've gotten and they've helicopter. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bird. I hope he sees some sharks and dolphins. Although they won't make really sounds, we can make sounds for them. <laughs> There's a lot of. There are. <laughs> that's my peacock. That's, a, that's like a howler monkey or something. <laughs> I had a friend in high school that was attacked by a howler monkey, and this was in Riverside, California. What's a howler monkey? They're just a, a fucking monkey. Where I grew up, somewhere right near the school, someone had a howler monkey, and you could always hear it, because they howl. You would just hear this, <laughs> and it was super loud. You could hear it through that like, the whole like neighborhood. like a whooping monkey. It was really creepy. And then one day my friend was walking to 7-Eleven at lunch and this monkey just ran out from behind the house and bit him on the leg. <laughs> and are the harsh. best part was the monkey had one arm. No. Yeah. He got attacked by a one-arm howler monkey? Yeah. No. Pretty rad. Listen, monkey. I gotta stop saying rad. You're it's so It's a new valley. thing for me. Oh, see, I used to say it all the time as a valley girl. I'd say rad and bitchin' and maintain was a big one. It's like, oh my God, my mom's home. Maintain. Maintain. I, I don't think I ever heard that. When you're really high and your parents come home where you get caught by the, you know, um, yeah. the, this principal, you're like, dude, maintain. <laughs> maintain. You never heard that's like, keep no. it cool, you know? Rad was a big one. Gnarly. Huge. Gnarly, yeah. Um, totally. Totally. I'm totally in love with Scott. He's a total babe. The 80s were kind of awesome. I didn't like the makeup. I look stupid. You were, you were in Pretty in Pink. It's like my first movie I ever Isn't did. Isn't that amazing, though? It makes me sound so old. It makes you sound awesome. That was... Uh, okay. John Hughes is my favorite writer, director of all time. He didn't direct that, though, right? He wrote he it. He wrote it. He was there... He he thought that I was really a, a person working at the at the store, so I never told him I was the actress. I wonder if he was surprised when he saw <laughs> no, me in the movie. No, <laughs> yeah, because he didn't cast me. How he Deutsch did, and he kept saying, "So what's?" This? I was like, "Well, it's over here. We've moved all the the equipment over here, so we could shoot the scene." And you had to memorize everything. He was like, "He keeps asking me about shit whenever he comes in. I got to memorize the yeah. the inventory." I just thought, oh, if I'm really good at playing a, a girl who works at the store, he'll maybe write a bigger part for me. But it, 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 he just thought I was a girl who worked at the store. Yeah. He's probably like, what's she doing in this movie? Get rid of her. 
<laughs> Do you know what I mean? I was, that's the problem. I'm just too convincing sometimes. I'm too convincing for my own good. You're a good actor. Uh, well, sometimes it doesn't help. I'm so jealous. I, that was John Hughes is my. I have not cried at a celebrity death probably more than John Hughes. Really? Yeah. I was like so bummed. Part of it was because I was like, fuck, I'm never going to meet John Hughes now. I felt that way with Stanley Kubrick. I was really wanting yeah. to be one of his movies. I was like, oh, that sucks. Or Pina Bausch. I love Pina Bausch. You know, the crazy dance lady. Not that I'd be in her one of dances, but sh- her no, stuff. I don't you would, know who that is. She, she, you would like her. She did crazy, weird dances at BAM, like, but super avant-garde. Pina? Pina Bausch. German. Vin Vendors just did a movie on her, like a documentary. I think it won the Academy Award or something last year. But she was a badass, and I was really sad when she died. I don't know why I came in with that, because you're talking about John Hughes. The I'm big sorry. ones for me were John Hughes, John Ritter. Really? Bald. He was my, probably one of my biggest influences. Like, John Ritter? Yeah. Really? Three's Company is one of my favorite shows of all time. That's so funny. And then uh, George Carlin. <gasps> George Carlin. He was awesome. He just, I think, had a street named after him in New York. Really? Yeah. He should. I remember that was one of the first bits I ever memorized. Probably one of the only bits I ever memorized. Which one? You know, the seven words. You're not, you oh, know, the seven bad fuck words. Fuck on cock, mother suck of fucking tits, whatever. Like, I, didn't, I never would memorize anything. Which half of them you can now say on TV. <laughs> you can't say fuck. Well, cable. Cable, yeah. Fuck, cunt, Fucking cock. cunt. Fuck, cunt, cock, motherfucker. Shit, you can say. Shit. Piss, you can say. Piss. Ass. Can't say ass. asshole. No. Just ass. ass. Tits? Goddamn motherfucker. Can Shit. you say tits? Probably. Probably. Shit, man. What if you say it just as a... Like, oh, man, that's tits. Oh, that's tits up, man. <laughs> Oh, did you smell that guy? He's so ass. That guy is so ass. <laughs> That's what my cousin and I wanted to make ass like a cool world. So he's like, let's just start using the word ass. Like, it is so ass. We'll see if it catches on. Did it? No. Maybe a little bit. Super, I thought, caught on for a while. I kind of said, let's bring back the word super. Oh, that is super. Super. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was Gina a funny Gershon, word. <laughs> best known for showgirls and bringing back super. <laughs> <laughs> and trying to start an ass trend. <laughs> trying to jumpstart ass as a... But it's, it makes sense. That should be a word like, oh, that is so ass. But if you said, oh, that is so ass. It, I like, like words awesome. that... But it, it, it takes on different meanings depending like on how you say it. No, but tits are going to be good no matter what. Like, oh, that's tits. It's not going to be, oh, that's tits. Oh, but tits. ass is both. Yeah. It's, it's like aloha. It's hello and goodbye. It's good but, and bad. But it's friendly no matter what. If I said to you, dude, don't be an ass. Like, oh, you are so ass. That shit is like Military. fucking apocalypse now, right now. These helicopters coming towards us. I hope they're not going to shoot us. They're like really low. Two helicopters. Here, we, should, we should put our things up. They look like mosquitoes, big bird. They look like young lovers it, taking a stroll in the sky. It would be awesome if there was just an explosion and the podcast went silent. Those are like, that's, that's like Air Force. Yeah, that's some weird shit. We're fucked. On. What does that mean? 
It's all happy. It's all going down here in Malibu. I know, Gina, I don't know. Do you see how hypnotic it is here? I didn't want to leave the other day. I'm like, I'm just going to stay. I would stay. maybe sleep out here. Right. In the morning, I came out. When I got home late at night, I took a little jacuzzi over there. I mean, honestly, it's so this this trip has been super cushy because I don't have my apartment here anymore. And I came here, and Pam was just like, "Just stay here." And I'm like, "All right." Twist my arm. It's beautiful here, but it's hard to do work in town because you just don't want to leave. So that's not. Yeah, good. Malibu is awesome. I just I really don't understand the, the commute. Like, I can see people like writers living here who yeah. can write from home or. Yeah, you have to stay at home because you don't want it. Driving back and forth and back and forth is a bummer. It do, yeah, it doesn't make sense. I think as an actor, like if especially if you're on TV, like shooting. Unless you were shooting daily. like a beach movie or a beach TV show, like yeah, like Baywatch. Baywatch. Hey, I live in Malibu and I shoot Baywatch. Did you ever do an episode of Baywatch? No. You know who did do an episode of Baywatch? Who? Jeff Garland. He did not. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's in an episode of Baywatch with Pam Anderson as the love interest. I don't know if he had a love interest. <laughs> with what's-his-face as his love interest? Hasselhoff. Hasselhoff? He had a love interest with Hassel. Yeah. Well, Jeff has it in his contract that he makes out with anyone. The Hoff. It, whatever he does, especially if they have the word Hoff. In you know, it's so funny. Hmm. When Jeff asked me to do his movie, I was like, first of all, I was like, yeah, of course, because I'm in no position to like be like, oh, I need to see the script first. <laughs> I was like, yeah, of course. And then... Uh, I was like, who, oh, who else was doing it? And he's like, oh, like Fred Willard and Richard Kind. And I was like, yeah, totally. And he goes, Gina Gershon and, and, and Jamie Gershon. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I go, I have had the biggest crush on both of them. And he's like, oh, he's like, you have a makeout scene with Gina. And I was he like, did not. He said it jokingly, but I, like, I couldn't tell. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, yeah, I'm kidding. <laughs> he said, sorry, Gina's going to make out to you with Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's playing a lesbian, man. Forget about it. Uh, I know I'm sick of this lesbian thing. I mean, do I look like a lesbian? Why do I keep getting Not cast even. as lesbian? What was the... Uh, you played a lesbian in Bound. Bound. See, I was, I, was so, I was just so convincing that people just assume I'm a lesbian. That's the Wachowskis, right? Yeah. They're awesome. That was pre-Matrix. Pre, that movie let Matrix happen. Did it? Mm-hmm. Well, they told me about Matrix. It was so awesome. I was like, these guys are geniuses. Everyone was like, you can't do this movie. It's going to ruin your career. You Why? Because I was playing a lesbian, and they're like, plus these guys, no one knows who they are. First timers, you're coming off the showgirls. I'm like, look at it. First of all, Showgirls is not going to be what you think it is. And secondly, the script is genius, and I met with these guys. They're yeah. secret geniuses. I'm yeah, they're pretty script. amazing. I said, and the part's amazing. What do you mean playing a lesbian is going to ruin my career? I mean, they're probably right, but no, I, no, I no. did it anyway, because I'm like, you know what? I love these guys, and I like this part. I'm doing it. It's going to be a badass film, and it was, and it is. And you're playing a lesbian off opposite one of the Tillies, right? Jennifer. Right? Jennifer. Jennifer. Oh, okay, I'm, when I come, I'm going to sound like this. Oh, oh. And you have to sound like, oh, oh. <laughs> I love Jennifer. She's so awesome. She's got a very distinct voice, for sure. That was a good impression. <laughs> Thank you. I need to do the Can we do the rest of, the, of this yeah. interview as I'm, you as Jennifer Tilly? I'd like that. So but, your place in New York, Jennifer, is really... Uh, well, you'll still be Gina, but you'll talk as Jennifer. Uh, okay, Steve. So you, is your place still without power in New York? Yes. Who's taking care of your cat? I'm this nice German lady. <laughs> and, but 
but she doesn't have any power and she doesn't have a shower so oh i thought you meant power isn't like a super (laughs) (laughs) she doesn't have steve she doesn't have any superhero powers but she's taking care of my no that's my jennifer tilly imitations going out the way this is jennifer tilly as a valley girl steve (laughs) i think i waited on her once when i was first in la waiting tables she's actually cool she's one of the few actresses i've worked with that i actually stay friends with i've stayed friends with I think she's very cool. She's a big poker player, you know. Are you a poker player? I am, but not like Jennifer. She's like, she's, she's won the world champion. The really? Females. Yeah. She's heavy duty. That's what she does. I'm a poker player. I like poker. I love poker, but I suck at it. Really? Yeah, I'm horrible. Well, Someone, in fact, just asked me if I would do a poker thing with them, and I was like, I, I, I can't. I'm horrible. Why are you so bad at it? I don't know. Are you not a good liar? No, I'm a great liar. Well, are you playing Texas Hold'em? Yeah. Half of that is just the confidence and knowing how to like bet. To, except if there's really good players, they'll call you out after a while. Depends how many people they're playing. If there's a lot, it's hard to do it but once it gets smaller. Have you done tournaments? I have, a little bit. The ones in Vegas? Yeah. Oh, man. I would love to do that. I'm just really bad at it. Well, you can't be good at everything, Steve. <laughs> I can't be good at anything, Gina. That's not true. I want to jump in that ocean. Name the best thing you're good at. Does that does that make sense? One thing you're the uh, best at, what you're good at. You can jump in the ocean. I mean, if you take off your headphones. I don't know one thing I'm good at. I'm like a, I do a lot of shit. You write? You're a good writer? I think I'm like a, one of those jack of all trades, master of none. I'm kind of like that too. That's okay. Don't get depressed. Uh oh, they're coming back. Look at it, it's like gonna. It's oh, lower shit. now. That's one of those little helicopters too. Yeah. Fuck. What's something's going down? I would love to have a house down at the beach. I'm not gonna lie. I grew up. We can see Catalina from here. You grew up in Catalina. My parents had a cabin there. No way. And I spent every summer growing up in Catalina. Until I was like 15. What do you do all day? Just play ski ball? I would scuba dive and oh, really? snorkel and ride bikes. And would you go to that, the play the games and get the tickets? Yeah. They had an arcade there. The arcade? Have you been? Yeah. I used. I mean, I grew up here, so I used to, we used to take oh, little yeah. speed boats and go over there. Did you ever take one of the, um, what are they called? The, the fucking planes that land on the water? The water planes? <laughs> That's not what they're called. <laughs> Planes that land on the water? No. What the fuck are they called? Hydroplanes. Seaplanes. Seaplanes. Fuck. Hydroplane no. is good, though. I never did. My friend, Stacy, her dad had a speedboat, so we used to ride the speedboat like there. Like a cigarette boat? Not as cool, but it got us there. And one time we were going there, and there were whales near us, and they almost knocked us over. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it was pretty cool. We almost died. It was awesome. I've almost died a couple times in the sea. I'm not kidding. Real For real? For real. Once, well, once I had a panic attack. I was diving, scuba yeah. diving in Papua New Guinea. <gasps> and it was so awesome. And I went down really fast, 100 feet down. And I'm, I was with really good divers. Uh-oh, my phone's ringing. Who is it? Oh, it's unknown. Ooh. That's scary. I don't think I better get it. 
Um, anyway, to make a long story short, when I went down there, I totally panicked. Yeah. I panicked to the point where I was like, yeah. <gasps> I couldn't breathe. And it, everything in me was like, I just want to inhale the water and die. And yeah, then the I little the yoga feeling. thing, it was like, don't do it. And the guy held me down and we had to, I, I couldn't breathe. So we were doing the, the you know, exchanging. That's happened to me, yeah. And when he got up, to make a long story short, I was so freaked out. And But that night in the cabin, and I was in a very beautiful boat, I did the same freak out. I was like, <gasps> I couldn't breathe. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. And I wasn't even in the water. <laughs> I was. I had, the thing is, I had been taking the wrong malaria pills, and they were giving me the night fevers. And so I was I, in the night terrors, and I was totally hallucinating. Wait, isn't night fevers a BG song? Oh, yeah, it was the night terrors. <laughs> But it was really intense. And so the rest of the time, I had to, like, make myself get back in the water. But then, when so the next trip I took with these people, we were in Fiji, right? I'm very lucky because I have, like, friends with a nice boat, and we yeah, all yeah. have a really good time. Are you certified? I am school? now. Yeah. I think this, before the Fiji trip, I thought, you know what? I've gone on all these crazy dives. I've never been certified. I should probably learn what I'm doing. Yeah. So I got certified, and I got all. I got back into the scuba diving game. I did night dive. Oh, I swam so with fun. sharks. Yeah. I did the whole thing. I was so proud so of myself, awesome. right? And the last day, I was floating in the water, like this crazy royal blue color, and I was in this crazy bikini, kind of these colors, the, the reds and blacks and the yellows and the greens. And all of a sudden, I mean, I was thinking, oh, I'm so proud of myself. I got over my fear. Like, good for me. You yeah. know what I mean? I was having one of those moments like that you have to say to yourself, You're okay, proud good. of yourself, yeah. I'm, I, I got over that hump. And all of a sudden, a stick kept knocking into my chest. And I'm like, I look down. And the stick is the exact same color as my bathing suit. I'm like, that is so weird. Here I am in the middle of the water. And all of a sudden, that little stick does this. Like six inches from my face and it smiles at me what it's a fucking snake and oh, I went a snake. and and I, I kind of was shocked so I but it was smiling I wasn't scared of it but it, it, it was smiling it was smiling at me and I kind of back paddled <laughs> and it followed me and it loved me so much it started crawling up on my head and I was like oh what my the god what are you talking about it was crawling on my head and the guys on the boat I'm like hey and they said oh Gina, why don't you get out of the water? I'm like, look, this snake loves me. I said, They're get deadly. A, I said, get a camera. They're like, why don't you get out of the water first? I'm like... They're deadly. I, I said, why don't you get... I, I get out of the water, right? And, I, and the snake follows me, tries to climb up my legs. And I'm like, oh my God, you guys, did you see that? That snake totally loves me. They're like, Gina, that was a water coral snake. Yeah. It is the most yeah. deadly snake, yeah. poisonous snake in the world. If it bit you, you're dead in 30 seconds. Yeah. How freaky is that? <laughs> the ocean is full of so much horrific shit. It was... We are not high on the food chain. I went... Uh, I went scuba diving in, like, Palau in Micronesia. Really? Which was amazing, because there's a lot of, like, World War Two, like... Oh, wow. You know, Japanese aircraft that are sunken and, like, a lot of awesome shit. So that was really cool. But, uh, yeah, there's this weird thing with scuba diving. It's, like, it's the same thing as having a fear of heights. Yeah. But being, like, a fear of depth. Well, because also, you once you're down there, if your brain takes over... You really can't go you're like, up. This isn't logical. Bends. I shouldn't be breathing. Yeah, in the and water. if you start getting the fear, and you're like, "Oh my god, oh you my god," you can't rush up. You, you can't rush up, and it's like a real mind over matter thing. It's insane if you think about it. Yeah, I remember the first time I went down really deep. It was like maybe close to you know seventy or hundred feet, 
and it wasn't. I was fine until I looked up, and I yeah. was like, "Fuck, I'm really deep." And I started like hyperventilating, like, <sighs> "Yeah." Then you have to just focus on things. Or one of that, if you go into a cave, you're like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go to that cave." And also oh, in the cave, you're like, "Oh my god, I'm fucked." Yeah. What if my tank gets hooked on a yeah? I didn't know. On a rock. I, if you start thinking like that, you're in trouble. Yeah. And now, ever since that one thing happened to Papa Nina, I'm not gonna lie, I have fear when I scuba dive. <laughs> Maybe that's good. Maybe the fear is good. I'm it not wasn't thinking. the deadly snake. It was the... the snake didn't bum me out. I mean, it, well, it was kind of scary afterwards. I'm like, wow, that was kind of scary. But I like snakes. And once I almost, I think I have a good karma in the water because once I was in Caddo Lake and I didn't realize how whatever, you know, I, I thought it was so cool. And I was with my ex-boyfriend and he had a friend there. And we're like, oh, let's go fishing. And we, they had the little metal fishing boat. And... Yeah. Um, it was so cool, and it, that's when I was making music, so I had my Jews harp, you know, we were eating cookies, it was all really fun, it was a yeah. fun day, and then at some point, I was like, I gotta go swimming, it's so hot, and Bob, who I just met, he's like, oh yeah, it's totally fun, I'm like, is it cool? He's like, oh yeah, it's great, I'm swimming in the water, the water feels amazing, yeah. I mean, honestly, and there's lily pads, you know, as, as big as a really big pumpkin, no, that's not even a good way. <laughs> A really big... As big as, like, a seat cushion. Bigger. Yeah. As big as, like, something really big. Okay. And then... <laughs> as big as a Volkswagen. No, it wasn't that big. It was pretty big. But anyway, I'm swimming for a half hour. <laughs> Cut to later on. We're lost. And all of a sudden, the bugs are starting to hit it. My face and everything's starting to wear off, you know. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, where am I? And all of a sudden, we're totally lost. And I, this guy, Bob, has no idea what he's doing. What lake is this? Caddo Lake. It's or, between Texas and Louisiana. Okay. It's super deliverance swamp style. Yeah, cool. Right? It looks beautiful. And then all of a sudden, I notice where we're swimming. We're in the same place. And I look around, and I'm like... What are all these ping pong, glowing ping pong oh, balls everywhere, alligator. everywhere, hundreds of them. Yeah. I'm like, what are those? He's like, oh, those are just, those are the crocodiles or the alligators. Yeah. I'm like, the alligators? <laughs> those are just gators. I, he goes, oh, those are, I said, but wait, wait, wait. I said, I was swimming there. He's like, oh, they ain't going to hurt you. And yeah, they were. I was like, are you fucking... And I realized this guy was crazy. And we found out he actually was crazy and he was off his meds. And I was like, get me the fuck out of here. He and was then, off his meds. And then I was really scared because you know what? That wouldn't have been pleasant getting eaten by a gator. So I don't know. Somehow I've got... Someone's watching me. Poseidon, the, the sea gods are, are, and water people are, are protecting me. No, it's awesome. The ocean is amazing. It's my favorite place. I guess if you're going to go, you might as well go in the ocean. To the bathroom? No. I mean, die. Go. You're going to go. <laughs> Not number two. I had a friend that did that once when we were Took a scuba diving. Yeah. No. Like It was on Catalina. And That's disgusting. We, we hiked like way out, like far away where there was like no bathrooms or anything. And we were in the water. He's like, oh, fuck. He's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And I'm like, not. No, not here, man. Not near me. And he's like, I'm doing it. I'm going to the bathroom. And I like looked underwater with my mask on. I'm like, ugh. Like, I can't believe you look. Fucking disturbing. <laughs> you have to look. It's like a train wreck. It's like, fuck, man. But wait, was he? Oh, so he wasn't in a scuba outfit. No, he's just in like oh, that's swim different. trunks. Well, and, that's, it's still disgusting. But can you imagine your scuba and it's just like stuck next to you? That is so disgusting. I just took a dump in my wetsuit. It's all squishy. Uh, it's coming out the <laughs> neck. <laughs> 
It's like there's something coming out of your neck. <laughs> what is that? Oh, man. I made brown in my wetsuit, and it's coming out of my neck. It's all squishy. It's all squashy. A bird. But look, it's so great here in the week because there's no one on the beach. This is what I like. When it, it's weekends, and there's a lot of people, all the Malibu people. Do you know any of the neighbors? I know. Not the neighbors, but I, you bump into people on the beach that you know. It's true. Well, I believe you're... Wife from Jeff Garland's movie lives here in the Malibu colony. I think you're right. She lives very nearby. But I'm so antisocial. I don't feel like calling her. Is that terrible? No, maybe, I'm maybe, the same way. Maybe I'll tweet her or something. But hey, she, neighbor. Hey, neighbor. Do you have any food? I'm hungry. <laughs> I actually am kind of hungry. <sighs> Let's see. How long have we been going? We've been talking 47 minutes, I bet. How long? This says, and this can't be true, but this says like an hour and 40. That can't be true, right? We've been talking a long time. did I get here? Time. Like one? Oh my God, it's 2.22. Yeah, we've been talking a long time. Mm-hmm. You got here at one. We've been talking almost an hour and a half at least. Well, we can, we can call it a, a night. I mean, we could just talk and talk and talk, but how long are these things usually? Like an hour. Oh, really? Yeah, this is amazing. Because so, sometimes I... Yeah, because you need to leave some space to hear some of my crazy music from my audio. Which I'll play. Sometimes I have people on my podcast that, like, 15 minutes in, I'm like... All right, in then. In my yeah, head, right, I'm like, yeah. I have no idea what to fucking talk about now. That sucks. I wouldn't like that. Or if they're really boring, they'd be like, all right. All no, right. I'm glad we made this happen. Like, last time you were in town, it just didn't work out. You are here really quickly. I know, and thanks for coming all the way out here to the boo. <laughs> I figured you haven't done a podcast. You haven't done a cast from the boo. I haven't done an outdoor podcast ever. See, and we talked about a lot of outdoor things. This could be your nature one, and we're dealing yeah. with my cat There's outside. There's a theme. Nature and animals. There's a theme. It's good to have a theme, right? Yeah, I guess. All right, well, I guess that's it. That's it. I'm hungry. I've got Thanks to Thanks for eat. doing this, Gina. Thanks for coming out. It's fun to see you. Uh, everyone check out Gina's book, uh, In Search of Cleo, How I Found My Pussy and Lost My Mind. <laughs> also oh, yeah. available on audio. Wait, if you say it again, I'll do this when you do it. That'll be funny. Okay. Good start. And you can also get Gina's book, In Search of Cleo, How I Found My Pussy, (laughs) and Lost My Mind. Thanks, Gina. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. entertainment designed just for you then check out customizable streaming tv from xfinity it makes your life simple easy awesome 
Xfinity gives you customizable streaming TV options. Enjoy the most free shows anywhere on any device and even access your streaming apps right on your TV with X1. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. 